Hi guys, and welcome back to the Mystery and Comedy Old Time Radio Podcast. Please welcome to the show writer, producer, and director, Mr. Arch Obler. Mr. Arch Obler started his career out behind the microphone, writing, producing, and directing for many radio shows such as Suspense, Lux Radio Theater, Inner Sanctum Mysteries, and many others. But what he is best known for is his old-time radio thrillers, Arch Obler's Playhouse, and his Lights Out performance. But what a lot of people may not know is that Mr. Arch Obler also appeared behind the big screen as well, directing, writing, and producing for such movies as Escape, Gang 4, Gangway 4 Tomorrow, 5, Bewitched, Be One a Devil, and many others. He also went on to become an author later on in his career. But Mr. Orson Welles also enjoyed spending time with his family, his wife and his four sons. Him and his wife enjoyed their four sons and spending time with their children and each other. But unfortunately in 1958 tragedy struck the family as his youngest son Peter was involved in an accidental drowning incident at their home in Malibu. Mr. Obler went on to spend time with his family until passing away in 1987 at the age of 77 years old. But tonight Mr. Arch Obler brings two of his most terrifying and fascinating stories from his Lights Out performance. In this first episode, it is called Catwife, where a man tries to help his wife Linda overcome her mental faculties and bizarre appearance as an actual cat. And in the second episode, it is called Nobody Dies. In this episode, a very famous doctor named Dr. Miller has a cure for people who are getting old and elderly. It makes the elderly and infirm young and youthful again, bringing back their youth. But another doctor who goes by the name of Your Excellency wants to have the cure for himself and he wants to take all the credit for it. I hope you guys enjoyed Mr. Arch Obler and his two Lights Out performances on the show for tonight. If you like the show, please comment and subscribe and enjoy the show, guys. Thanks. Arch Obler's Lights Out, everybody. It 
This is Arch Obler bringing you another in our series of stories of the unusual. And once again, we caution you. These lights-out stories are definitely not for the timid soul. So we tell you calmly and very sincerely, if you frighten easily, turn off your radio now. Cut one. in the next room, ain't he? Oh, that guy. What does he know about having fun? Work, work, work. It makes me sick where I've never been sick before. <laughs> oh, come on, kid. Stick around. Let's have some more fun. Oh, you yeah. can't stop me. Oh, we have the most marvelous time I've Johnny boy, come on in. The water's fine. <laughs> Only it ain't water. It ain't water. for heaven's sake, I'm trying to work. Oh, go away. Go away. You're spoiling my party. Throw him out of here, Kenny. <laughs> He's only my husband. Oh, 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 get it out of here, you. Oh, Take that other woman with you. Go on. Come on, Taylor. Come on, Taylor. No, 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 wait. Don't listen to him. It's my house. It's my house. You. You kick them out. My friends, you kick them out. Linda, haven't you any consideration at all? I begged you, pleaded with you to try to keep these people out of the house when I'm getting some work done. And you persist in doing just the opposite. You kick them out. My friends. Yes, yes, I kick them out and I'll do it again every time I find them here. They're no good. You've given me your word time and time again to give them up. I'll call them back. I'll call them all back. You can't tell me what to do. Not me. They're my friends, mine. I'll give a dozen of you for one of them. All right, Linda. If that's the way you feel, I guess you and I have finally come to the end of the road. You haven't got a grain of loyalty in you. All I ask is a little peace and quiet in my own home, and I can't even have that. Ah, go away, go away. Night after night, you and those people, yowling and screaming like a pack of alley cats. And you the worst of all. I'm through, Linda. I'm through with you for good. Oh, no, you're not. Oh, no, you're not. Keep away from me. Keep away. Oh, Linda. <laughs> See? You're not through with me at all. You'll never be through with me. Because I was sick of living in a hall bedroom wearing bargain sale dresses. I wanted dough, plenty of it, all I could get. 
And you were the best chance to get it that came my way. No, no, Linda. You did love me. You must have loved me. I loved you about as much as that canary up there loves its cage. I told myself I'd stay with you a year. Divorce you, stick you for plenty of alimony, and then get out. We've been married five years. Yeah, five years. Because you fooled me. That's why. I fooled you? Yeah. Huh. You started to make a lot of money. More money than I ever thought you could make. <laughs> so you're giving me the air, huh? No, no, Linda. I love you. I'll always love you. I didn't mean what I said. Well, I did. Oh, Linda, don't leave me. You're no good. I know you're no good, but heaven help me, I love you. I'll never love anybody else. Get out of my way. No, no. I, I won't let you go. You've got to stay. Keep your hands off me. You're no good. You've cost me my self-respect. But you'll stay with me, you'll stay with me, or I'll cut you off without a cent. You won't get a dime from me, not a dime. Stop that. Stop laughing. Oh, you Sam. You fat-headed Sam. Stop that. So you're going to cut me off without a cent, are you? Oh, you fool. I've got everything that belongs to you now. You hear me? Everything. What are you talking about? What are you saying? This house. It's in my name, isn't it? The car. It's in my name, isn't it? I know, but... Oh, no, you... You wouldn't. Oh, wouldn't I? Well, listen to this, my darling husband. I cleaned out the bank account yesterday. No. Every cent of it. I won't be in the street. You will. Now, this is my house. Get your things and get out of here. Uh... I'll kill you. No, stop. I'll kill you. You come near me. Let me go. Let me go. Ah! You touch me again, I'll tear your eyes out. You. You cat. Get out of my way. That's what you are, a cat. A big, white, heartless cat. You think like one. You screech like one. You claw like one. You even look like one. That's what you are, a great white cat. I didn't marry a woman. I married a cat. Keep it up. Keep it up. You're doing swell. Laugh at me. Go on, laugh at me. But you're a cat. A sneaking, yowling cat. Now, that's enough of that. You stop saying it. A cat. A cat. You hear me? A cat. Stop saying me like that. Stop staring at me. John. What's happening to me? John. My head. I can hardly see. John, help me. John. Linda. What are you staring at? What are you staring at? to control yourself, everything will be all right. Oh, Doctor, what have I done? What have I done? John, please, pull yourself together. You're not entirely to blame for what happened. What did I do? I did it. I'm to blame. Stop talking like that. It's preposterous to say you're to blame. 
She was hysterical, John. And the suggestion that she was a cat caught her in an unguarded moment and resulted in a temporary neurosis. Oh, Doctor, she's got to get well. She's got to. Of course, she'll be all right. A little rest, quiet, and in a few days it'll all be forgotten. Is she... Is she sleeping? Yes. I gave her a sedative. She, she's resting very comfortably. Can I go in and see her? But I tell you, she's sleeping, John. I know, but... Oh, I've got to see her. I've got to look at her. I've got to make sure she's all right. Don't you see? I've got to make sure. Now, John, please. You've had a hard time of it. You'd better get to bed and get some rest. Oh, no, Doctor, listen to me. I, I've got to see her again. I, I've got to make sure that she's all right. I can't rest until I know. I tell you. Oh, very well. Just for a moment. Yes. Very quiet. Yes. There. You see? She's resting very nicely. <gasps> Doctor. Look. What? Her hands. Look at her hands. They're... They're claws. Her teeth. Her teeth. Linda. No, 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 John. You're waking her. Linda! John. I can't stand it. I tell you, I can't stand it. She's Linda. She's my wife, my beautiful wife. Linda. Linda. Sorry, John. It's all right. I guess I'm going a little crazy myself. What's happening to her? What is it? I don't know, John. I don't know. Listen to her. You've got to do something, Doctor. You've got to. You're my friend. You've got to help me. What? In the name of all that's rational, what? Oh, think there must be something you could do, a drug, something, anything. Oh, John, I, I don't know what to say. I, I can't think. I'll call in someone else. That's it. I'll inform the authorities. They'll take care of everything. No, no, no. Wait. What? What's the matter? What is it? You're going to inform the authorities? Yes. Yes, of course, John. Don't you see it's the simplest way out? Way out? Of course, of course. For you and for me. What do you mean? John, this horrible thing that's happened to Linda, it, it goes beyond just you and me. It goes beyond the normal into the supernatural. Everyone should know about it. The world should know about it, sir. You mean you're going to let everybody know what's happened to Linda? Of course I am. But you can't do that. She's my wife. Do you hear me? My wife. No, no, no. Now, don't get excited again, John. Listen sensibly. We owe it to science. Science? Who cares about science? She's Linda. She's my wife. And I curse to the God that sent her into a yowling beast. <laughs> it's my shame. Mine. And you're not going to tell a living soul about it. No one, you hear me? No one. It's my duty, John. I must inform the authorities. No, no. Keep away from that phone. Keep away, I say. I'm sorry, John. Oh. John. 
and I love you. I've pleased you, haven't I, my darling? I never could please you before, could I? And now I've pleased you. I killed him, Linda. I killed my friend to save you. And if anybody comes, I'll say he never came here. And no one will know, darling. No one but you and I. What is it, darling? What's the matter? Why are you getting up? What is it? Why go to the window? What do you want? I could only understand you. If I could only know what you're trying to say to me. Oh, oh no! Oh, Linda, Linda, stop! I'm begging to stop, Linda, beloved. Stop! 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 stop. Yes, I'm coming, I'm coming. Good morning, Mr. Taylor. Oh, it's you. I found this note saying you wanted to talk to me. Gee, I hope you're not going to quit taking milk from me, Mr. Taylor. I know I've been kind of late with deliveries the last couple of days, but you see, it's my heart. Oh, no, I'm not going to stop taking milk. That's what I want to see you about. I want milk, more milk, cream, everything. Oh, sure, sure. How much do you want? Four bottles of milk. No, no, no. Six. Six? Yes, and cream. Six bottles of cream. Is is something wrong, Mr. Taylor? Wrong? Why do you think something's wrong? Well, I only meant... You meant what? Speak up. You meant what? Oh, don't get sore, Mr. Taylor. I just meant, well, you don't look too good. And, (laughs) well, you know how it is. Sometimes a fellow has a couple too many and he starts ordering all the milk in the world. (laughs) You... I'm not drunk. You want to sell me that milk, or do I have to get another milkman? No, no, no. I'll get it for you. I'll get it for you. Well, hurry. Six quarts. 
Six cream. Only him and his old lady. The guy's nuts. Drink the milk, my beloved. Please. But you haven't eaten anything. You're hungry. You must be hungry. Oh, my darling, what do you want? I'll get you anything, anything. Just eat. No. No, I can't let you out of the room. I can't. Someone might come to the door. They'd see through the windows. Oh, be patient, Linda, darling. I'll think of something. I... Oh, drink the milk for your own good, Linda. Please. No, 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 dearest. Don't do that. All right. All right, dear. All right. I'll let you into the dining room. But you've got to stay away from the windows. Someone should see you. Here. Let me carry you. <coughs> All right, darling. All right. I, I won't. I won't. Go yourself. Go yourself. You see, my darling, your pretty living room. Everything in it, just the way you fixed it. Everything. Oh, Linda, Linda, this horrible thing that's happened to us. I tell myself it isn't real. I'll wake up soon and everything will be the way it used to be. You and I. Linda, where are you? Oh, Linda, don't, 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 no, Linda. Linda, don't touch my phone. Linda. Linda, how could you do it? How could you do it? Oh, good morning, Mr. Taylor. Early again this morning, ain't you? Morning. Uh, ever since you sent your wife to the country, my first customer every morning for the last three days you've been. Like I was saying to my wife this morning, I said, Yes, yes, Mr. Heinrich, some other time. I'm in a hurry. My order, please. Yeah, yeah, but you ain't give me no order yet. How about a nice steak? What you can broil? No, no, nothing like that. But to broil a steak? Ach, I tell you, that's nothing. When my wife, she goes to the country, that's what I always make for myself. Uh, you lay the steak in the pan, and then you light the I'm steak. in a hurry, I tell you. Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. You don't have to get so high blood pressure, Mr. Taylor. If you can tell me what you want, by God, yeah, I'll give it to you. Well, uh, I... I don't know exactly. Uh, oh, a couple of pounds of liver. Yes, that's it. Fresh liver. What? Again? You hurt me. Sure, sure, I hurt you. But by golly, for three days, ever since your wife, she went away. You you, you eat nothing but liver. Are you going to fill my order? Sure, sure, sure. I will fill your order. There. Did you ever see such nice, fresh liver? Huh? Oh, two pounds? Jawohl. There we are. By golly, it could be you was raising a cat or something. 
Why do you say that? Well, every day you buy liver. <laughs> this morning I catched a couple of mouses in a trap. Maybe you like to take them along for the cat, too, huh? Don't say that! Don't say that! At the tail at the river, you forgot. By golly, that man is for it. Now, what did I say that was wrong? Cats like to eat mouses. Oh, my Linda. My dearest Linda. Close to me. Close to me. Oh, my darling, my darling. It's better this way. You can't leave me now. I'll have you with me always. I'll keep you here. Just you and I. I won't answer it. They'll go away. All right, all right. I'll answer it. No, no. Stay here, my beloved. They mustn't see you. Be very quiet. Be very quiet. Yes, yes, I'm coming, I'm coming. Well, what is it? What is it? Are you the owner of this building? Yes, what do you want? Kerrigan is the name. I'm your neighbor. I've got that place across the alley from you. Neighbor? Yeah, Kerrigan is my name. I'm with the department. The department? Yes. I'm desk sergeant at the third district station. Policeman? Yes. I'm off duty today, so I thought I'd drop over and speak to you. Uh, do you mind if I step in for a moment? Step in. Oh, no, no, not at all. Not at all. Uh, thank you. Well, you've got a nice place here. Yes, yes, nice. Very nice. You know, the same contractors made this place as made mine. You didn't know that, I'll bet. No, I, I didn't. Here. Irishman by the name of Gil Hooley. You put up all these bungalows along here on nothing but Blarney and the shoestrings. Jumped out of the story window, they tell me, the day after the stock market crash. <laughs> Lucky for him. If he was alive now, some of the people around here that bought places only would murder him. What was the trouble they'll have him? Trouble? Say, now, speaking of trouble, reminds me why I come over. If you don't mind, I'll tell you. Yes? No, no, it ain't me that's complaining, Mr. Taylor. I'm the kind of man that can sleep in a boiler factory. But it's me, Casey. Ah, there's a light sleeper for you. I always say that if a star in heaven twinkles too much, the noise wakes up me, Casey. What? What is the trouble? Well, you know how the women are. Always finding something to make a fuss about. Say, uh, I'm not disturbing her, am I? Her? Yeah. You know, you're missing. She's not sleeping in the bedroom, there. No, no, of course not. There's no one in there. I thought maybe seeing the door is closed. Oh, no, I tell you, there's no one in there. My, my wife, she's out of town. Oh, well, that's fine, that's fine. I, I always like to talk things over man to man without the women around. The women are all right, I says, but 
They don't know how to straighten our little troubles with neighbors without calling names and pulling hair. <laughs> oh, what is it? What's wrong? What do you want to tell me? Well, to put it plain, it's the cat. Cat? Yeah, the cat. You just got it, didn't you? You... You heard a cat? Yeah. It started a few nights ago. Now, it ain't just a mean one, like I said, but... But, Miss Katie, well, you see, our bedroom window faces right on the alley. And by golly, she hears every meow that animal makes. You... You're wrong. Eh? I have no cat. But... But, Miss Katie, heard. I heard it, too, for that matter. I have no cat. But I'm telling you, it's come right from this house. I tell you, I have no cat. Isn't that sufficient? Well, now, seeing as you put it so plain, I'll be speaking up plain myself. I'm telling you, I heard a cat yowling last night, and the night before, and the night before that. And as sure as my name is Thomas Kerrigan, they come right to this house. Now, what do you say to that? Get out. Now, wait a second, Mabel Cole. Wait a second. Don't get on your high horse. Get out. Well, now, see here. I'm not saying you're lying. I'm just thinking maybe the animal's caught in your cellar without you knowing it. Now, if you let me go down... I there, tell you there's no cat here. Get out. Get out of here. Oh, it's like that, is it? You heard me. Get out of my house. Well, you sure are making a lot of noise about nothing, young fella. But it's your house. And if that's the kind of neighbor you want to be, I guess... What? What are you standing there for? Get out! Get out! Now, just a minute. Take it easy. No cat, eh? Well, what was that I just... Nothing, nothing at all. You've got no right to... You may not be a liar, but you sure are something close to it. That ain't a cat in that bedroom there. And I ain't never heard one. Get out! Get out of here! Oh, no, I won't. Listen to that cat. If that ain't creating a public nuisance, I'd like to know what it is. It's none of your business. This is my house. Get out of here! Now, stop pulling at me, me bucko. I may be off duty, but I'm still an officer of the law. And I'm telling you, that cat, you got an ill violating the city ordinance. Now, if you don't make it shut up, disturbing me, Katie, I will. Uh -huh. Stay away from that door. Stay away from that door. Hey. Listen to it. That ain't no cat you got in there. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, I lied. It is a cat. Just a cat. But I'll make it be quiet, but go away. Go away. Wait a minute. Take it easy. If it's just a cat, what are you getting so excited? No, oh, I'm not. I'm not. Look at you. Your eyes are blazing. What's going on here? I think I'll have a look. No, stay away. Oh, no. No. Get away. Take it away. I told you. I told you to go, big one. If I only had me. You'll never use it. Never. Keep away from it. Help. 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 I asked you to go, didn't I? I asked you to. Didn't I, Linda? You heard me. You heard me asking. Linda. Linda, what's the matter? What are you going to do? Linda, keep away from him. What are you going to do? No, no, Linda. Get away from him. Linda, Linda. Stop. 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 Oh, oh. My eyes. My eyes. Oh, 
blood blooded my eyes I'm, I'm blind oh God have pity on me help me to find it it must be here I dropped it somewhere Arch Obler bringing you another in our series of stories of the unusual. And once again, we caution you. These Lights Out stories are definitely not for the timid soul. So we tell you calmly and very sincerely, if you frighten easily, turn off your radio now. I will go with you. I cannot believe that 
thief would come here. In a moment we shall see. Yes, yes, I'm coming. Adelina lives here? Yes. Yes, Dr. Miller. Uh, you do not recognize me, perhaps. I am the mayor, old Albert. Oh, yes. Uh, will you honor my house by entering? Of course. I, I did not know if you would come. You are so busy. She is such an old woman. She is a woman. friend of my mother. Where is she? Uh, oh, this way, please. <laughs> Albert. Oh, oh, yes. Doctor, if you will permit me. This is my good neighbor, Frank. It, it is a great honor meeting you, Dr. Miller. Adelina, you say she is dying. Why do you keep me from her? Oh, no, no, Doctor. Do not even think such a thing. Come. Come this way. In here, Doctor. In here. Ah, you hear? She talks with her last breath so pitifully. It is a great pity. Ah, for one as old as she, it would take heaven's own intervention to Please stop. Please go now. Huh? Oh, yes, yes, of course, Doctor. Anything you say. Adelina. Try to open your eyes. It is I, your old friend, Dr. Mueller. Yes, I came as quickly as I could. Yes, here is my hand. Uh, Oh, my friend, you are in pain. My son, Hmm? my youngest, in two days he will be here. Oh, Dr. Miller, I am so tired, and I want to die, but not yet. Not yet. No. No, you must rest. Not yet. Not yet. I tell you, I must not die. Not yet. Adelina, please. My youngest, he comes. I must see him once more. I must not die. Not yet. Not oh, my friend. You, you call me friend, don't you? You, my only friend. Pity. What can I do? Give me life. Give me life with a few more hours until my son arrives. You are so wise. A few more hours. Say you can give me life. Life. I am so old. I know. The blood is cold and warm. But in your wisdom, you must know some way you keep a little warmth within me. A little warmth until he comes. I, uh, I don't talk, friend. Do not turn away from me. I beg you, have pity, help me, hold me, I have fought so long, now you must help me, Dr. Miller, a few more breaths, until my son, 
Yes. I will help you. You must not speak. You must use all your strength in listening and trying to understand what I'm going to say. Good friend, what I'm about to tell you is so... so strange that I almost dare not speak. And yet if I'm to help you as you ask, I must speak. No, 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 just listen. As you've said yourself, death is very close to you. And since yours is the disease of old age, of a body worn with long years of living, there's nothing that medicine can do for you. Except perhaps to ease your leaving of this life. And I will help you. But what I'm about to do to you is... is something I should not do. Listen, good friend. Try to understand. For many years, I have worked with little white mice attempting to discover the true nature of cancer. For many years, good friend. And while in these studies, I've made a discovery. A discovery which... which goes beyond all understanding. In working on the little creatures, I, I discovered that when an organism has lived its full span of years... The cells within the body become aged, worn, and become what I call a fibroblast. Now I've discovered that by injecting the extract of the uh, tissues, oh, she dies. What should I promised her? Oh, I must do it. I must. My instrument case. I must. I must. My promise. The hypodermic. My hands tremble. The liquid, so green. If it only gives her a little more of life, my hands must be sure. Needle deep into her heart. No, no, you must live only a few seconds more until I... No, it will never work. My experiments, foolishness, the reaction on the mice, only the illusion to my hopes. And to do what I've done to this old woman. Her dying flesh. Her pulse almost gone. Oh, forgive me, old friend. In your death. No. Not dead. Lips. Uh, Sheep are uh, red. Uh, Eyes uh, open. So uh, bright. Uh, so fresh. So young. Doctor. 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 No. Doctor. No. It cannot be. No. Doctor Miller, no. what is it? What? No. Doctor, there's the old woman. There's Adelina. Who? It is this I. young woman. Who? I. Adelina. Look at me. My arms. Warm. Live. My cheeks. I can feel them. Wrong. Full like they were years ago. She has made me young. She did it. She. Me, old Adelina. Young. Oh, no. What have I done? 
What is it? What do you want? Well, doctor, it is I, Frank. What such news? He is coming here. Hmm? I tell you, he comes here. The mayor is bringing him. He refused to wait until morning. And who is this impatient one that has to see me at midnight? It is... It is... His Excellency. His Excellency? Yeah. Frank, what are you saying? I tell you, it is His Excellency. Oh, his last name. I never can remember names. His, his picture, you, you see his picture everywhere. He's coming here, Doctor, to see you. The mayor is bringing him. Oh, Frank. Frank, you've been drinking. Oh, no, no, I tell the truth, Doctor. The Great One has heard of the miracle of Adelina. What are you saying? Yeah, the miracle. There is a resurrection from the grave. I hear him talking to the mayor. He is coming to see you. Ah, ah there. You see, I tell you the truth. Open up. Open up in there. Oh, aren't you going to open the door? What ah. else is there to do? Open it, sir. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what an honor. What an honor. Oh, my gentlemen. Well, Frank, there she is. Dr. Miller, have you told her? I am here, Mr. Mayor. Oh, oh, I did not see you standing there in the shadows. Doctor, a great honor has come to you. Yes, yes, a great honor. Most distinguished visitor our little community has ever known. Yes, yes, a most distinguished visitor. Excuse me, you cackling old fool. Oh, yes, yes, I see. See, I only thought, that is to say, I only meant Stand aside, you fat old fool. Dr. Miller. You know who I am? Yes, Your Excellency. I am a man of few words. I will speak plainly. I want plain answers. I am at your service, Your Excellency. Then tell me quickly. How did you do this miracle? Miracle? He means Adelina. His Excellency means... Close your mouth. I am talking. Go, all of you. Yes, yes, Your Excellency. Now then, Doctor. I ask you for an answer. How did you give that old woman back her youth? Well, don't stand there staring at me. I want an answer. How did you do it? There is nothing to say. Nothing to say? No. Do you realize to whom you are speaking? Now, there is no doubt you do not. In your unfortunate isolation, you have failed to do your duty in having the proper knowledge of who is important to the state. All right. I will educate you. I am Joseph Brown, doctor of philosophy and member of the Department of Propaganda. I know of you. So? Then speak plainly. There is no use hiding facts. I've seen the woman with my own eyes. Your fat mare took me to her. I've talked to neighbors, friends. I know that she was worn out, aged, dying. Now she's young again. Speak, and speak plainly. How did you do it? And if I tell you? If you tell me. My dear doctor, this is your house? Yes. Your experiments in that room? My laboratory. Mr. Mayor? Yes, Your Excellency. Come here. Yes, Your Excellency. Open that door. I at once, Your Excellency, at once. Into your laboratory, my fine doctor. I follow. The rest of you stay out here. Now we will be quite alone. So, now we can speak plainly. Ah, so this is where you do your work, hmm, my fine doctor? Yes. Uh, what have we here? Well, mice. Little white mice. How charming. I use them in my experiments. And what are your experiments? The hereditary factor in cancer. Cancer? So you persist in lying to me. Doctor, they tell me you are a very clever woman. Yet I assure you, you will be most stupid if you persist in keeping the truth from me. I... I am not a violent man. So I ask you very calmly to be sensible and speak freely. Now then, the miracle of youth... How did you do it? I... I am not quite sure myself. I did no answer. Well, 
there are other methods. Mr. Mayor. Do you want me, Your Excellency? Come here. Yes, sir. Anything you say, Your Excellency. Mr. Mayor, how old are you? Why, uh, Your Excellency, I'm not quite sure. In my 50s, I believe. All right, you will do. Bear your arm. My arm? You heard me. All right, Doctor. Give him the injection. I injection? Me? Oh, you no. kindly <laughs> shut your mouth. You heard my order, Doctor. Do as I say. The injection... To him? Yes, yes, to him. I spoke plainly enough. But I can't do that. Why not? You have more of the liquid. Yes, but don't you understand? It's it's permanent reactions on the human mechanism. I, I don't know that... And so I, I dare not use it. But that woman, she is young. Yes, but, but who knows what other... All right. All right. That's quite enough. Doctor, I have come a long way to investigate a rumor. Now I am here, and you will do as I say. If I refuse? Do not speak like a child. I am not a violent man. And yet, doctor, it would be a pity to lose your life work, hmm? Now do not stand there. I am growing quite impatient. Yes, and the mayor, too, grows impatient. Oh, your excellency, what are you going to do to me? I am an old Hold man. your mouth and bear your arm, you old fool. Well, doctor. I am ready. Excellent. Oh, Doctor, what? Hold your tongue, I tell you. Proceed, Doctor. Oh. It will not hurt, Albert. <gasps> so, how simple. The needle in, you press the plunger. It is done. How do you feel, my friend? Yes, yes. How, how is it, old man? What's going on inside of you? I... I look, his flesh... Begins to glow like hers did. The wrinkle's gone. He's back straight. It happened again. A miracle. Speak, man. Speak. Your Excellency. My my head. It hurts. My blood rushing through my veins. Doctor, why do you look at me so? My voice sounds so strange in my ears. Look, look in the mirror ahead of you, you old fool. Yes. No, it cannot be. My face, young. I'm young again. Doctor, look at me. Young again. Young again. I'm young again. Young again. Oh, my muscles are strong. Look. I jump. I dance. And let me out of here. Everyone shall see. Yes. Go, go. Frank. Frank, everyone, look. I'm young. I'm young again. She made me young. So, it makes them young again. Does it? Are you blind? Didn't you see it just as I saw it? Wrinkled flesh, young, twisted back straight. I tell you, a gift to the state from heaven. Oh, hell. <laughs> all science is mad and all scientists are madmen. I have often said that. Only we who think with our blood think clearly and recognize our destiny. I don't understand. You will receive many honors for this, Doctor. Oh, but first, you have kept an accurate record of your experiments? Yes. May I ask where? Notebook. This. Excellent. In the name of the state, I asked you to give it to me. To you? Yes. What would you do with it? I told you. There are some of us who recognize our destiny. I recognize this as mine. What? With this power in my possession, think. Think what wonders I can perform. An army of youth, everlasting youth. An oh. army invincible. Oh, no. Old men young and young men forever young. An army without end sweeping the earth. And I, yes, I, the leader. No. No, you cannot use it for that. Cannot? Ah, oh, yes, I understand. You are thinking that there is another leader. Well, doctor... At this moment, I can speak quite frankly with you. Yes, there is a leader. And they bow their heads to him, the masses. But I will tell you this. It was my brains, my catchwords, my slogans that taught them to look on him as the invincible. And so, what they are 
himself for is really a man who exists only in me. <laughs> now perhaps I can take my rightful place. He's an emotional old woman, Leland. While I, I know the wonder and the power of the soft word. <laughs> With your elixir of youth to tempt men, I shall become quite invincible. With an army invincible. You do not speak? All right. Then do give me the notebook. You, you cannot make men young to kill. Make them young to live. The notebook, Doctor. No, I'll not give it to you. My work has been to preserve life, not to destroy it. The notebook? No, you can't have it. Not for soldiers, do you hear me? Not for soldiers. As you wish, Doctor. I told you, I am not a violent man. Good night. Hey, Doctor. Yes, Your Excellency. Go in there. She has a notebook in her hand. Bring it to me quickly. Yes, Your Excellency. What a pity. The good doctor. She has committed suicide. Your regiment, General, they do not quite know what is happening to them, eh? It does not matter, Your Excellency. They'll be ordered. Mm. Come, let us go into your office. As you say. Now then we can speak most comfortably. How many men have been treated? Fifty picked ones. You are satisfied with the results? It was beyond belief. And so you will join me? Anything you say. Uh, when does it happen? He gives one of his infernal orations next week in the old hall. With you and the others to help me, I assure you his old womanish ravings will end right there. You'll speak of others. You doubt they will join me? Oh, no. no all men will follow you. Naturally. To think that you should have made such a discovery. I sometimes surprise myself. And you alone know the formula? Yes. That is why I am so sure of you and the others. It will be most pleasant to know the delights of youth forever, my friend. Do you... Uh, have you taken the injection yet? I? No. No, I decided to wait until the results of our test cases were quite complete. Fifty human guinea pigs. Now that I am certain of the success, yes, I will do it at once. Eh? My injection here. Have it all ready. Hypodermic field... Very well, Phil. How interesting it looks in its case, General. My immortality. Yes. You would like your youth again now, too? Oh, I... Oh, I am not ready. There's nothing to fear. You see? I pinch the skin in my arm. The needle bites for a moment. So, it is done. Go you... Do you feel pain? Huh? Uh, pain? No. No, no, no. Only a strange warmth in my veins. I, I, I feel... I feel my blood seems to run swiftly. Your, your face. What, what, what is it? Your face. It, it is changing. Yes. Yes, I feel it. I'm young. 
a young man again. <laughs> I told you, young. <laughs> you will pardon me. I'll tell you. Get off. No, 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 no. Let him come in. Let him come in. Nothing disturbs a young man. Nothing. Well, what is it you want? Well, how thoughtful of you to bring me such a beautiful young woman. Yeah, it is about her that I have come, Your Excellency. About her and the mayor. The mayor? Yeah, he is waiting outside. But who are you? Uh, oh, yes, yes, I remember you. Yeah. You are from the village where... Ah, this woman, the first to be rejuvenated. Yeah, Your Excellency, Adelina, the very first. The, the villagers, they send me to ask you. You will help her and the mayor, won't you, Your Excellency? Help? What are you talking about? Yeah. Look at her, the picture of youth. She was dying of old age, but look at her now, young, beautiful. Yeah, Your Excellency, so sad, young as you say, beautiful. But the devil's brew Dr. Miller put into our veins. Listen to what it has done to her. What? Uh, what? Speak, Adelina, speak. No. No. Yeah. No, I won't. I won't. Stop no. it. Make her stop. No. I order you make no. her stop. Hey, no. quiet, Adelina. No. Quiet, my no. friend. Tell me, you, you. Tell me, what's wrong with the woman? Oh, I tell you, the devil's brew. The, the stuff that makes her young. Speak, I command you, speak. A thousand pardons, Excellency. I'm trying to. It, it made her young. It, it made her body young. But day after day, her, her mind, it, it has kept on growing younger. No, no, you lie. You lie. Not the injection. It was something else. Something else that did it. Oh, no, no, no. I tell the truth. Uh, the mayor. He eh? did the same thing to the mayor. The injection. No, was... no. It can't be the injection. No. It... General, what? Why do you look at me? You. You took an injection. A large one. Get out. Out, all of you, out! You can't frighten me, get out, out! Get out, you lie! It was not the injector, it was something else. I'm, I'm all right, my mind is strong, out! Out! Yes, 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 it, uh, it was lies. It, it cannot be the injection, no, no, no. Uh, some, some, some strange disease, yes, yes, I... I, I'm all right. I, I must be all right. Yes, I, I, I'm strong. My, my mind is strong. I, I, I'm young. I, I, I'm not a violent man. No, no. I, I, I am young. My mind is strong. How can the mind grow young and the body stay old? It cannot be. My voice. My head. It spins. Younger. What was I saying? Younger. The room spinning. Where am I? My voice. Strange. These clothes. Soldier clothes. I, I am a soldier. I am a soldier. I am a soldier. I am a soldier. 
guys that does it for mr arch obler and his performance on the show for this evening please stay tuned later on tonight or tomorrow night as i bring to the show the comedy style duo abbott and costello if you like the show please comment and subscribe and stay tuned as we welcome to the show next tuesday Miss Lucille Fletcher, as we continue our month of August as we bring directors, writers, and producers to the show. You can follow the show now available on your favorite podcast platform by typing in Mystery and Comedy Old Time Radio Podcast in the search engine on Spotify, Google, Apple, Castbox, Podcast Addict and wherever else you get your podcasts from. And stay tuned next uh, week, guys, as we welcome to the show Mr. Jack Benny. And then stay tuned for the coming weeks as we welcome Mr. Anton M. Leader, Mr. Bob Hope, Mr. Orson Welles, and welcome back to the show, Miss Murray Wilson and Kathy Lewis and my friend Irma. And then September the 8th, we welcome to the show for his 1960s anniversary of his movie, Psycho, Mr. Alfred Hitchcock. I hope you guys have enjoyed my podcast. Please comment and subscribe, guys. And have a great night. Thanks.